this this moonlit night here at the haunted hospital here in Silent Hill. I've been running around the halls, pitch black darkness, just dodging. Of course, women, all legs, no torso. Triangle head running around. Uh, a lot of the ghosts of my past trauma coming back to haunt me in weird ways. But I gotta say, I'm almost at the end here. I've got eight days left as of this dispatch. Eight days left before this this whole haunted hospital is mine. Boy, I'll tell you, I'm starting to think I don't even want this haunted hospital. After spending a month here, it might just be more of a burden in the long run. Ugh, I can't think about that now. No, I have to move on. I have to forge ahead. Let's see here. I'm in the uh, I'm in the uh, waiting room. Um, I'm in a waiting room right now, uh, where there's just corpses, all sitting Schmidt, in. Schmidt, Jeremy. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Schmidt, whoa, yeah. Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> the doctor will see you now. That's coming from some sort of strange intercom. There shouldn't be anybody here in this hospital. This is nuts. Hold on. Let me peek behind the receptionist desk here. Patrick Ellers? It's what me. are you doing I'm sorry. here? Sorry. I uh, look. I've been listening to the show, uh, and I've been really excited to hear your dispatches from the haunted hospital. Uh, and I thought I would come here and check it out myself and see if I could add like a little, little color to like what's going on. It seems like, look, you've been dodging uh, triangle swords from yes. Triangle Head. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. It's it's true. Uh, and I thought, you know, like, let's just try to inject some, like, other human voices into it. And so I, that's, so I, so I thought I'd show up. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. I mean, honestly, you have uh, injected a little color into this room. And that color? Scary. Mm-hmm. You scared me. I'm sorry. I didn't think there was anybody else here. This is great, though. I'm so happy to see you. Wait a minute. Yeah. One of these, one of these bodies, one of these corpses out here in the waiting room, looks a little fresh. Oh, 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 oh man! Oh, hey, oh, hey, guys! I was Mark just uh, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeremy Patrick. Oh my gosh! I was just taking a nap in this haunted <laughs> hospital, and I never expected to see you here. I never expected to see anybody here. This is. What a coinkadink. You two do a podcast together on your own. On your own some. Yeah. Uh, Mark, we should have coordinated this. It was a long drive for me to get out here. <laughs> I know. I know. I took the bus. It was like, it was hours. Yeah. Did, you can you do that with one bus? Or... ferry? Mm, no, we, we didn't take the haunted ferry. It, it's, Good. You can, dr it you was can drive here. It yeah. was fraught. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mark, is that one bus or do you have to transfer somewhere? You do have to transfer. Not a lot of uh, buses go to the haunted hospital, and it's really foggy yeah. all the time, so the bus driver had to go really slow. It was just me on the bus. I don't know. And no bus driver was a haunted, <laughs> was a haunted bus driving itself? He headless bus driver? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Uh, well, hey, fellas. I mean, look, I'm not one to uh, let, a, let a big kind of coincidence or fate mm. slip me by. Do you want to maybe sit down and do a little... I don't know, podcast? Whoa. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was gonna do a dispatch anyway, so I'm 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 happy to to do an episode. I mean, a lot of great games came out this week. Maybe we sure could talk about sure. one. I you know I it's I I think I think we should do that. I have noticed that since we started talking about the fact that we may be discussing a game that just came out, mm-hmm. that some of the more ghastly apparitions in the hospital have started covering their eyes. Yeah. When embarrassedly when I look at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can promise you guys I, I can promise you guys this. If you guys podcast with me in the main event portion, we will talk about a brand new 2D action platformer <laughs> that uh th- that harkens back to uh an IP that was very made very popular in the late 80s and early 90s. Sonic Superstars. <laughs> Well, Patrick, mm. you've outsmarted me what, once again. <laughs> that we, uh, we were going to do a huge wind-up to a big surprise that this is a Sonic Superstars episode, but we can't... Lightning can't strike I twice, my dear I boy. I I'm it, sorry. The, no, 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 no. Just, just know, however much you're laughing at Patrick's joke now, which is funny, we, uh, no telling if the wind-up would have been better. There's no mm. telling now. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, that isn't that crazy, guys. It's nuts. It, the best Sonic's that, ever been, <laughs> and the best Mario's ever been in one week. Well, that doesn't I mean, that doesn't seem to be true about Sonic, right? <laughs> I, look, as a as a as a man who mm-hmm. bought both Sonic Superstars and Mario Wonder same day, I can tell you, we're eating good. We're, we're eating <laughs> very good right now. Uh, but what what about what about Mania? That's the best Sonic has ever been, right? I I think I mean Mania is great. I think this is whoa. I think Wait, this is re- this is great. Wait, you're not joking. Like Superstars is good. I love it. Oh wow. I love it. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. I I really do so, think it's like uh it it. I mean Mania is really really cool. Mania is like a really great retro Sonic game. This is like a new. They're they're doing. It's really it's interesting. They're doing similar moves that Mario Wonder's doing. They're like taking it's like they've both decided like actually powers are cool. Let's give people like these yeah, weird yeah. like powers and stuff and like like h- kind of how do you evolve the 2D platformer if you're Sonic and Mario, you know? Where do you, where do you go? And they've both found ways to like make that make it fresh. I don't know. Wait, that that's really interesting. So Mania was the first like Sonic game that I really played because I never had like a Genesis or anything growing up, and so I I but I ended up loving Mania, and so I was excited for Superstars because it. My understanding is that it's like kind of based on the same engine as Mania was, so like the platforming feels similar and everything. But then some of the impressions that I was reading weren't that great. I I specifically like the boss battles from yeah. what I heard. It can be kind of like tedious. Yeah, I mean. Look, people are gonna knock Sonic all down and all around. You know, people oh, out there on the go. internet, here they're we gonna go. <laughs> they're gonna knock Sonic up and down all around. Everybody you know? help me! People won't stop picking on Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'll say is this: Yeah, I love to just dog on Sonic as much as any, especially the <laughs> next guy. Okay. Oh, this guy's cool. <laughs> but I play every game, and I love them all. I guess I'm a fan. But yeah, I would say I would say this one's a huge recommend. It's it's a it's a two it's a, it's a two D it's a brand new two D Sonic game 
that it, you can play. <laughs> and isn't that wow. interesting? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here's, okay, here, here's the thing. This is two days in a row I'm getting like a hard pitch from a Sonic fan. Which I'm counting you as now. Okay. Uh, okay. On Sonic Superstars, Minzui Karami was. On the record, Karami I didn't was, say that, but okay. Yeah. You are. <laughs> but Minzui was pitching me on the game last night, uh, and now I'm like, do I want to play this game? I think get it on a sale because it doesn't yeah. sound like you guys are diehard Sonic people to begin with. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad that we're talking about this right away because yeah. it is the other thing I've been playing that isn't. Son, is it Mario? So yeah, uh, but yeah, I would I would say this like, as a child of the '90s, I was a Nintendo kid, so I was just so jealous of all my Sonic friends. And as an adult, you better believe I'm using that that job money to become yeah. a both kid. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a both kid, and I and I so I'm I'm obsessed with 2D Sonic and 2D Mario. I just like love both so much. I think they both offer such different things and Sonic is like still in that direction going that way and Mario's going but then they have this like Venn diagram where they like kind of cross now because they're both like modern and I think like I, I, I think Sonic Superstars is, is a gem. It's great. It's the Sonic 4 we always deserved. Yeah but as, we also got a by. Sonic 4. <laughs> we, we got a Sonic 4. Yeah. Yeah. Or and like it's terrible. two episodes of it. Two, yeah, right? we got episodes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's terrible. It's it's like it's, it's really bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Are, so are you playing? Are you playing Superstars on Switch? Or are you playing it on yeah. like? Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I I uh, yeah, and having a great time. I though I will say my entire family came over. Uh, my sisters and my sisters, my niece and. Uh, the one you play Pokemon with? The one I play Pokemon with. And uh, both games are four-player co-op. Okay. And I couldn't pay them a million dollars to play Sonic Superstars with me. <laughs> but Mario Wonder <laughs> yeah. went on, like, no problem. So, so they are not Sonic fans. I think that... To, I mean... No. They're, I would say they're not Sonic fans. Um, I I would say to a normie, it's hard to sell someone on the idea of you can play as Amy Rose, <laughs> right? Like who gives a shit? <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I mean Sonic is for people who perverts. Yeah, perverts and and ne'er do wells and uh, <laughs> it's for yeah. It, it's a it, it's 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 a weird thing. I I'm, I'm I don't know if there are. I guess there have to be like new Sonic fans out there. I guess yeah, because I, people like those newer games, right? Those like totally. Uh, yeah. The people like the newer games, and there's also um, there's a huge like contingent of Sonic fans that like don't come to it from the games, come mm-hmm. to it from like the shows or uh, like the comics. I know have a huge following. That's right. Um, so, like, I, I think there there probably are people picking up uh, Sonic Superstars, All-Stars? Mm-hmm. Superstars. Uh, um, superstars. Superstars. Um, that uh, probably haven't played a million Sonic games before. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'll say something, that, you know, I've only gone through two acts, which, for people who don't know Sonic, it's always, like, 
uh, or wait a minute. It's it's zones. like zones, zones and, and there's acts, acts within, within yeah. zones. Yeah, so there's usually two acts per zone, I think. In this one, I think. And why, the bosses have been decide, great. Why'd they decide on that structure? A two-act structure? Was it supposed to be like a play or something? Or, or like a each zone is a t- TV show or a movie or something? Well, that would explain... If, if each zone was an was a, t- a TV show, then the episodes from Sonic 4 would make sense. That's true. Because you have oh, episodes yeah. of TV shows. Acts versus episodes. There's something there. There's something there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah I, it doesn't feel good. I'll say that. No. <laughs> I think we might be putting more thought into it than they have. <laughs> Mark, that's a cop-out. That's yeah. a conversation ender. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, also, yeah, I mean, look, Sonic Superstars. I, I, even, even my, even my video games a comedy show text thread thinks that I'm joking. Anytime I bring up Sonic Superstars, I did buy this and I have played this and I have played it instead of Super Mario Wonder, but by myself. Uh, and it's great. I love it. Um, I've also been playing Super Mario Wonder and uh, a game called Dredge. You guys ever played Dredge? You guys know no. about this game, Dredge? No, but you're—it's like a like a, a horror diving game. It is. You're a boat, and you're oh. a fishing boat, and the whole mm. game is you like fishing. Like in Jaws on the NES. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a lot like that with a little cobra triangle on the NES. You know what I mean? Ooh, sure. Okay. Um. So it's uh. It's you're you basically you're like, lights up. You've like shipwrecked, on a and you're like in a new town. And you don't know kind of where you where you are, and I guess you know maybe you have amnesia or something. Oh. And the mayor of the town's like, "Welcome, your boat's destroyed, but we're gonna give we're gonna lend you one, and uh, you can pay us back by just catching a bunch of fish." So, I guess I'll buy that. I guess I'll buy. That's how that works somewhere, you know. Here, you can just have this car, but go catch a bunch of fish. <laughs> Wait, why did that part of the analogy change? <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't come up with something to catch in time. Like I was a one yeah. to one didn't quite work. Anyway, so you go out into the water. You're just a boat. You're not a person who walks around. You're just a boat. A boat that docks and a boat that fishes, and the fishing's sure. really great. It's like a really fun mechanic, and you're also catching like treasures and stuff along the way. And then the game starts to like slowly turn into like a Lovecraft thing. Mm. Where like you start to read diary entries of other ships that have wrecked, and if you stay out too late at night, like monsters kind of come out of the water and stuff. I'm sorry, this is a deeply stupid question, but you're not actually playing as a boat, right? Like the mayor's not like, "Hey, boat." No, 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 uh, no. You, 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 oh, okay. You, no, you're you're just like you only ever navigate a boat and then menus okay. and stuff. Yeah. Understood. Yeah, Understood. I. I th- I think that there's an implied human, right? Yes, it's an implied human. Although, right. you know, I've never Who seen knows? him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's me. Again, just like <laughs> just like Jaws on the NES. Yes, and or with a little Eliminator Boat Duel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a boat game I think on the um uh on the NSO NES game. That's Eliminator Boat Duel. Is that Eliminator Boat Duel? <laughs> yep. Yep. Dang. 
Yeah. The, there's a guy there's a guy you meet in that game. I think you're racing, the first guy you're racing. Do you know who I'm uh-huh. talking about? And he I looks just like Woody Allen. No, have you not seen this? <laughs> it's like a perfect NES 8-bit pixelated Woody Allen. I love it. Yeah. And he's good at boats. That oh, guy I bet he's well and after you beat ass. him after but when you can when you do beat him uh, then the next guy is like a perfect 8-bit um Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> and he's great at boats. <laughs> Roman Polanski is the Woody Allen of being the other non-Woody Allen bad pervert director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a third. <laughs> Well, I guess, uh, I guess Brian Singer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the guy who made Powder was also like. Yes, that's oh, right. right. And, mm-hmm. and Jeepers yeah. Creepers, yeah. He made Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you gotta don't don't put those on your like. Uh, you know, oh. we're in a haunted hospital, so we may be tempted to watch some scary movies. Yes. But let's not watch Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I won't turn on turn on Jeepers Creepers. Uh. The uh, any what was I talking about? Dredge. Dredge is good. Dredge is a great game. It's a, it really is a huge recommend. And, and you know what? I've really appreciated playing it. I played it on the plane coming to uh, this haunted hospital, and uh, it was like, I just I I feel like because so many great AAA games have come out this year, mm-hmm. I've missed out on some of these fantastic indie titles. I feel the same way. I'm I'm excited to dig into uh, Dave the Diver when it comes to Switch. I am in the same boat, so to speak. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's enough for me. Mark, what have you been playing? I really have been playing uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That's pretty much it. That freaking rocks. Anything else? What, what were you playing before oh, that? Maybe oh, that's a better oh question. before that, yes. I just finished Sea of Stars. <gasps> Man, I wish I had my sound effects board here. It's on the fritz. Okay, this is oh, yeah, great I news. I, I'm, I, sea of Stars is one of the 30 games that I started and played three hours of and then can't wait to get back to. But tell me more. Yeah, okay. So I... Uh... I would say struggled through the first 10 hours. I didn't, I wasn't loving it. Um, I think the combat was really fun, but like the story, the characters, it wasn't really clicking for me, but I kept pushing forward. And then at about 10 hours, it all, for whatever reason, just kind of like coalesced. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm into it. And that was about maybe a third of the way through for me, which it's hard to recommend some, you know, like 10 hours is a significant investment. I know for Mm -hmm. other people, it, uh, started it worked for them from the beginning but i i liked it i did not like love it or in the way that like if somebody doesn't play sea of stars i don't feel like they're missing out on one of the best games ever but i think it's like a solid triple you know what i mean like it it's a it's a it's a really solid game the mechanics are really fun um the thing that for me that I thought was interesting is that my expectation going into it, and maybe because of the way it was marketed or just the conversation around it, was that it was going to be like Chrono Trigger. Like it was going to remind me of Chrono Trigger, and it didn't really. For me, it just reminded me of like a a solid indie RPG. 
follow. I, I, I would also. Or, yeah. I, 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 I just, I just want to like add on to, uh, to that because uh, Mark and I have talked about the the game not feeling like a, um, like a 16-bit era RPG or like uh, Chrono Trigger specifically. Um, but the, with the amount of, because I, I maybe played like three or four hours as well before I, I, I jumped off. Um, but the amount of like paying attention you have to do in the combat um, would sometimes like drag me down a little bit where like if it's a menu based thing sometimes I do just want to like jam on the A button and like just have them attack until my enemies are vanquished um, but this felt a lot more like a in combat like a Mario and Luigi game where like to do any of the special moves you got to do like these timed things or like these kind of like combo button inputs um, which like can be good if that's what you're going to engage with but like I'm not always in the mood to do that I, you're put, like kind of putting words to something that I I do remember feeling um, playing Super Mario RPG specifically mm-hmm. or like uh, Paper Mario, which was that like diligence of needing to be present <laughs> for every <laughs> battle. Which uh, boy, what a what, a, what an interesting genre where it's like you have the people on the one side being like complaining that these battles are just so the same every time when it's just menus and then when they try to make it more like interactive it's it's like also kind of unfortunate (laughs) yeah i i feel i feel like it's really what you're in the mood for because i actually found that part like more interesting to me before i played sea of stars like maybe a couple of weeks or a month before i was making my way through chrono cross which i had never played before uh, and I didn't end up beating it because I like I just kind of lost interest because I didn't feel like I was really doing anything other than running around and just going through menus. And so I liked in Sea of Stars having that like additional component to combat where I did have to be more engaged. Yeah, I I um well I've been I I I was eager to go back to Sea of Stars. Uh, I think I probably still will, but I will say something I've always felt about like that developer. I can't remember their name. I feel bad, but um, sabotage. They, yeah, they made the messenger as well, mm-hmm. which was like the Ninja Gaiden game. Um, did you guys play that? Oh yeah, yeah. That was an. Er- I feel like that was kind of an early Switch indie. Absolutely, yeah, game. totally. And uh, I remember thinking like, oh, this is the same thing, kind of, where I was like, oh, this is awesome this is like kind of giving this without really actually feeling exactly like the thing yeah um and i think it has to do with their pixel art can bother me sometimes because it's not real pixel art it's like it's fake pixel art it's yeah. fake pixel art and uh yeah i i thought the beginning of the game what the only thing that reminded me of chrono trigger i think was just like how enemies were presented to you like just mm-hmm. on the over map and basically Everything's linear. Like you just run through an area and kill everything once. There's yeah. no grinding necessary, really. Well, that's interesting. Cool. Well, yeah, I, hey, I, I'm proud of you for beating it, though. The, well, I like. I didn't get the true ending. You kind of get the the crappy ending, and then they're like, "Ah, there's more." And, uh, and like, no, there's not. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I was ready. I was ready to be done. Um, but. Yeah, like I I did enjoy it. I'm glad that I played it. But you know what? Do you know what for me that I think um uh w- 
I feel like the story let it down a little bit. Like, I feel like Chrono, Chrono Trigger's story is fairly simple, but has some interesting things to say about, like, loss and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Sea of Stars, in my opinion, never uh, does any of that and never really seemed, like, interested in doing that. But to me, that's one of the things that, um, or maybe interested in just, didn't do it successfully but to me that's one of the things about those like 16-bit games that yeah like the presentation is you know fairly simple and all of that but the mm. the themes that they're dealing with are fairly complex and i i didn't feel like uh i feel like sea of stars was let down by its story a little bit mark that's really interesting like that it makes me think of like the uh the like modern star wars problem i'm wearing an empire strikes back shirt so i'm sorry that i'm also then talking about star wars um <laughs> but like that uh Sea of Stars, in a lot of ways, like, is about being a 16-bit RPG, right? And, like, it's like how modern, like, Star Wars, uh, when it originally came out, was, like, about something, and now Star Wars can only be about Star Wars. Um, and so, like, here's a 16-bit RPG that can now really only be about 16-bit RPGs. I wonder if that's the approach. Well, there's an there's another game called Crimson Echoes that came out I think last year. And it was another it was something similar to this where it was like a 16-bit throwback JRPG yeah. style thing. And I wonder if that took the I haven't played that, but I wonder if it took the same approach of like cuz I Patrick, I assume what you mean is like it's kind of like riffing on 16-bit RPG. Sea of Stars is. It's very like yeah. tongue in cheek. Like all the well, writing and- is like it's like subverting your expectations and stuff of like what you sure yeah. well and and even even less that that like the the way it's expressing what it's expressing is to emulate a very specific like mode of a game right, right? right. um and the the reason the chrono trigger is about the things that chrono trigger is about they only it's only it only looks and sounds that way because those are the tools they had right sea of yeah. stars has an infinite number of tools available to them and they're choosing like the the point of the game is to replicate that feeling and not to yeah it may also have a point of like expressing something else but like that's why chrono trigger exists is to express something yeah man and it's it's i i would also say it's like kind of th- this developer i mean what i guess maybe a positive thing is like they've tried to emulate some stuff that's like sacred too yeah. like Ninja Gaiden and Chrono Chrono Trigger's like the best of like yeah. every creative team in the world yeah. came together to make something special. And so just by virtue of like I'm not looking at Akira Toriyama's art style right. already is like we're at a loss. We're at a negative here. Right. You could just yeah. go play a damn Dragon Quest. Gosh, and you probably should. It yeah. it'll you'll be so happy. You'll be so much happier playing a Dragon Quest game. God, I love Dragon Quest. There's that so new good. Dragon Quest game coming out soon, I think, if it's not already out, that Monsters one. Monsters? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never played a Monsters game before. And there was just that, like, Infinity Strash game that uh, came out as well. Yeah, that that uh, I didn't I heard wasn't too good, unfortunately. What's a I, Strash? I don't know. Is it like an episode or an act or a zone? It might be. <laughs> I think uh yeah I look I was like kind of excited about that. And then I then I found out it was based on a TV show. And then right, I found out yeah. it was got like a 50 on <laughs> on critics 
gave it a 50. Mm -hmm. But uh, that Monsters game I'm really excited about. I just like love that little world. I like a slime. Love a slime. You know? Oh, my God. Love yeah. a Drake. Yeah. Big oh, Dragon Drake Quest is fan. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great, worried. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little worried about uh, 12 if it ever comes out. Um, oh, yeah. So, I, I have a feeling it'll come out. I, okay. Well, <laughs> you, maybe. You, 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 think like, you, you think like 11, they're just like, do you know what? Dragon Quest, we're done. Yeah. Over with. Yeah. No, you're right. And you're we're right. stopping at a nice big round number, 11. 11. <laughs> Why are you worried about 12? Is it... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about 12 because it's got... Uh, I mean, we've not seen any of it, right? All we've seen is like a logo, right? Um, and yeah, there was that there was that little like sizzle reel that um, uh, had a I, I the way that it's being presented, I think yeah. people are like, oh no, are they going to try to make this dark? Are they yes. going to try to make this yes. like you know like yeah? Are they going to Final Fantasy sixteen this. this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my worry. Huh. I wonder though if like. Just as a thought experiment, what that would look like, because Dragon Quest is so bright and kind of yeah. goofy. If they went into a little more of an edge lord thing, I wonder if it would like balance some of that out. Like, because uh, I or, mean, or does it just feel like hot topic? Like, I I guess I don't know. I I, want, I, I wonder. I don't know. I definitely know that like, I'm I'm uh, Final Fantasy. I'm done with you. I'm Whoa! Done. I'm done with you after 16. I can't. I can't with you guys anymore. Well, hold yeah, on. That's Go ahead, Mark. Well, I was I was just gonna say that I feel like um, the reason that they are taking this route is it is their attempt to make Dragon Quest more popular outside of Japan, and and I think the way they feel like they have to do that and you know like Patrick said we haven't seen anything except a logo and that was like two years ago mm. so who knows what the game will actually be and I just have a really hard time imagining it's going to go like full Final Fantasy 16 yeah. um, like I th I think it will retain the core of what Dragon Quest is but it will be it does make me a little bit nervous about uh, what that means because part of the reason that I like Dragon Quest is that it is not Final Fantasy, right? It is goofy. It is cartoony. It is feel good. And so, like, you can get not that from any other RPG franchise. Right. Do you guys... I'm assuming we've all played Eleven here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you yep. guys... Because one thing I liked about that game was the juxtaposition of like it is this very goofy feel good family friendly almost like a dragon ball or something yep and then it goes and then they'll which gives them the freedom to do a really dark move and it re really means something like there's a there's a thing that happens in that game maybe halfway through that like changes everything and you're like whole it like I, I remember being kind of moved by it and not expect yeah. coming out of nowhere not expecting it um yeah I, I i always feel like with that game lord of the rings is a really good north star for them where it's like mm. we're in the shire it's beautiful but then there's like ring rates like you want yeah. kind of a little salt with the sweet you know i i i feel like the 
Uh, I agree with you 100%. And I think the thing that Dragon Quest and like Lord of the Rings shares is that they are both open hearted and very sincere. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so it's like uh, the the power of friendship and positive attitude and, you know, like that sort of thing. Because, yeah, like <laughs> the, the event. Attitude. I mean, it's, the power it's true, of right? positive like, attitude. That's I mean, good. isn't that like that's kind of like Salvatore's whole thing. Right. In uh, Dragon Quest 11. And uh, yeah. So. Oh, You've so done this before. <laughs> I, I, I've done that since I started playing this game. So I was Londo. trying to like Rolodex, like who's Salvatore? Is that like a he's guy nobody? He's nobody. nobody. Yeah, Silvando. Silvando. Um, what that's, like, and what a thing. hero of a character that guy. He's was. the best. That's the yeah, best. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's like yeah, the devastating events of I think it's the end of Act Two happen, mm -hmm. and then it's like how does everybody pick themselves up from this? And I think like that's what makes Dragon Quest so interesting. And that's the part that I don't want to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's narratively very interesting too. Like I think because those stories maintain a simplicity to them, it's easier to connect. Like I like I played Final Fantasy 16, did not like that game at all, did not like that story, did not like the combat to me felt rep I just was not loving it. And I love that franchise. So it was a bummer. Um but also I think at at the end of the day I'm just like, yeah, you guys are just trying to tell stories that just are It's like who who brought Chris Nolan into the writers room here? Why is sure. this so confusing? Like <laughs> Anyway. But that's uh, and Mark, I I don't know if if uh, this is what you were gonna say, but like I think one of the strengths of uh, Dragon Quest storytelling is that it is so hugely episodic, right? That like you'll go to a uh, a village and or a town, and there will be like a beginning, a middle, and an end of a story, and it's a sweet story, it's a simple story, it buttons up, and then you move on to the next thing. And by the time you add all the stories up, then you are prepped for you know whatever disaster comes at the end of Act One to like destroy all those beautiful things you experienced so like yeah, yeah i feel i feel the same way where uh i feel like its structure is it has the overarching plot but then you're doing a bunch of short stories within it like little vignettes i was actually when i was playing tears of the kingdom i was feeling the same thing i'm like oh did like i feel like uh it's something that nintendo either took inspiration from Dragon Quest or just hit upon themselves where it's like, yeah, there's like all these little like satisfying vignettes that are happening within this world. And then that kind of builds up your larger experience of uh, the overall game. Yeah. yeah. Patrick, what were you playing before Mario Wonder came out? <clears throat> uh, well, speaking of Final Fantasy and Mark, I've not talked to you about this, even though we talk about all uh, games that we're playing all the time. Um, I, I started playing Final Fantasy V on the uh, Pixel Remasters, um, which is a Final Fantasy that I've never played before. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, but I'm, this is huge. No, but I'm not very far into it and because I just don't have like a lot of time right now. <laughs> um, so I've I've put maybe like two or three hours in uh, over the last couple weeks. Um, and uh, my, my big takeaway so far is that there's a, a, a character in your party named Bartz, B-A-R-T-Z, uh, and a character in your party named Ferris, um, F-A-R-R-I-S. Uh, and I wish they would swap the first letters of their names so they would be Farts and Barris. That's my big takeaway so far. <laughs> the, you know, and originally... When when that was like Final Fantasy V was trans was originally translated, it was they translated his name to Butts. 
I think that's how it's supposed actually supposed to be is like B U T Z. Do you, okay. guys, do you guys know about this? Do you guys I don't know, know about, about butts. No, I don't. No, I don't know about uh-uh. butts. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, because people, we were all playing that ROM hacked like in the sure. late '90s and early 2000s, and it was always butts. Well, that's probably just like what the name sounds like in Japanese, right? Maybe, maybe. And don't then know the full story. <laughs> then they finally got around to localizing yeah. it, and they were like, "Oh no! Oh, oh no!" <laughs> That is so fun. Where are you playing this Pixel Remaster on? Uh, your Switch? I'm, yeah, I'm playing it on my Switch. That's cool. Um, and because I, I uh, have no self-control, so I bought the full collection of um, Pixel Remasters when they came out on Switch. Yeah. Um, and I played all the way through 4, which is a, a game that I have loved since you know 1992 or whenever it came out. What do you mean um, you played all the way through 4? You played 1 through 3? No, I played all the way through Final Fantasy IV. Oh, oh, I thought yeah. you were like playing all the way through the Final no. Fantasy games through four, and I was like, my man, you're no, going beast w- mode. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but I I I I did I did play four, uh, which is a game that I had played uh many times. Um and uh yeah, and I have like just kind of had the rest of them as like someday I'm gonna get around to playing the rest of them. Uh and so I started started playing five. How how are you playing? How are you playing five? Are you because the pixel remasters have a bunch of like quality of life improvements, right? Like yeah, uh, you can change a bunch of settings, turn off random encounters, whatever, whatever. Uh, how are you experiencing five? Since this is your first time, I've never played it either. This is your first time through it. Are you like turning those on? Are you leaving it as is? Like how how are you doing that? So yeah, I mean one of one, the like big quality of life things uh, are you can turn on like multipliers for um, experience points, um, and gill and AP, which are the uh, the the points that you use to like grow the characters in in the job system. Um, and I've got the experience turned up to like one point five, so I I get uh, a more experience than usual per fight, but not like a, a, a ton more. And then the AP. Um, to level them up in their jobs, I have it turned all the way up. So, like, I gain a ton of experience points in that specific category because I just want to, like, experience that system. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to finish this game, right? Um, but, like, I do kind of want to see what it has to offer and, like, wrap my head around how that whole thing works and, like, teaching them skills and stuff like that. Um, I've not yet turned off random encounters, um, but I may... Because sometimes I'm walking around and I'm like, I just want to get to where I'm going. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I, I I'm not I'm not trying to do like a uh, an honest recreation of what it would be like to play these games, but with just better graphics. Um, I don't really want to commit like sixty hours to uh, playing it, so it, I think this is the only way. That's awesome. I ha- I yeah, huh? I never finished five either. I always mm. think about it though. I always think yeah. about that. I'm always like, it's the game that got away. It did. It did, and it looks cool too. Like the opening sequence, and that's really great with the chocobo mm-hmm. and the dragon and all that stuff. It's very cool. Okay. Well, um, and then and then beyond beyond that, of course, Jeremy, I, I continue to play Jer- uh, Jeremy Disney Speedstorm. Okay. Well, wait. Tell me about Disney Speedstorm. Disney Speedstorm is the uh, Disney Mario Kart like game that is free to play and pay money to keep playing do you know this game <laughs> i don't actually know this no wait a minute i this one missed me when did is this uh, newer it's it, so it, it recently uh had its like uh 
uh, like full release, which is the free to play version. Before, when it was in beta, you could like buy it, uh, and yeah. there were no in app purchases. Uh, and now it is in app. It's on on Switch and all all platforms. Um, so like it does in a lot of ways. It's a, a an awkward melding of um, like mobile free to play style gameplay and um, like console cart racer um i like what i'm hearing so the <laughs> an awkward melding mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, here's the thing i cannot deny is that i have a really fun time playing it and when i'm oh. actually racing it's like super fun and uh like i just keep trying to unlock gaston and like oh. It's it's cool and like I you know I run up against like all of the things that you run up against when you play these types of games right where it's like it's gonna trick me into spending money at some point. Um, <laughs> it hasn't yet, but like it will. It'll yeah. get some of my money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's just uh like I think the 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 racing is solid. Um, I think it has some like presentational problems where there are uh, too many damn uh, menus. Um, mm. And the the camera is way too low. Uh, just like when you're racing around, I want to see more of the track. Oh, um, yeah, it's weird, uh, and it, like totally breaks it for uh, split screen multiplayer because um, oh. you just like when you lose screen real estate, you see even less of the track. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, it's fun, and I guess I I have not gone back to it since uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder came out. Um, but for a couple weeks there, it was like my go to. Uh, I want to, you know, kill 20 minutes. Uh, I'll just race around, you know, yeah. the Great Wall of China as Mulan. Well, I love that. Yeah. Oh, and all of the music is like club remixes of <laughs> Disney songs. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I mean, check it out. It's free to play. Do you guys... I mean, it sounds like, Patrick, you definitely do. Mark, do you ever connect with racing games like that outside of Mario Kart? I never I never really have, um, but I also haven't, like, tried that much. I feel like I only have room in my heart for one kart racer, and it's always been Mario Kart. Like, a couple of years ago, the Crash Bandicoot kart racer was, uh, like, there was, like, a game trial of it, I think maybe as part of, like, Nintendo Switch Online. Mm-hmm. And so I tried that one, and... Uh, I thought it was fine. Like, there's a lot of those that I've, like, played a little bit of where I'm like, oh, that's fine. But Mm -hmm. there hasn't been one that really, like, captures my attention. Yeah. I'm. It's it's the weirdest thing where, like, I could not... I I just didn't care about racing games at all. Like, for for so much of my life. And then over the past couple years, like... And I think it's just because it's such a pick-up-and-play thing for me that I'm just, like... Oh, I'll just race around, and I kind of like now. I'm seeking out racing games. I'm like, mm. what's what's good out there? You know, like I think Forza Horizon really did a lot for me. Where that that game is just so beautifully done, and uh, and then obviously Mar- all the excitement around the Mario Kart like new tracks and stuff, and then this dang F Zero ninety nine game has just really gotten under my skin. I just really yeah. I like I like it so much. It's so cute and fun and 
During the uh, PlayStation 3 era, I got really, really into Burnout Paradise. Did you ever, yeah. have you ever played Burnout Paradise? Okay, so yeah, that game, that game I love. And uh, I think I picked it up on Switch when it was released there. I don't know that I ever like turned it on, but I loved that <laughs> game so much. It was just like, yeah, I should, I should own this. Yeah. Yeah, I find it's like kind of relaxing or something. It's kind of Mark, what I was about- getting... Oh, sorry, I was ahead. getting I was getting so excited when you said in the PlayStation Three era because I was like, here we go, we're going to talk about Mod Nation Racers. <laughs> I was going to say, or like, uh, what was it, Little Big Carding or whatever the uh, Little Big Planet yeah, Carding game, Little Big Planet Carding or whatever the name of it, uh, Little Big Car, who cares, Little Big Cart, um, <laughs> Cart Little Big. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like that game was a because it, it's uh, that was developed by um, United Front uh, Gaming, the same people who did. Um, mod nation racers and like there was just something off about it like it wasn't as uh solid as mod nation uh, mm. and i loved mod nation i wish that game would come back mm. yeah man little big planet what a time to be alive i loved that sure. game mm-hmm. sack boy sack boy's great now he's out there having big adventures sack boy's big adventure is is like a stupid amount of fun mm. It's like a really fun game. Uh, it, it's always been know. on my list of. <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to defend it if you don't want to. <laughs> nah, that's all I gotta say. I mean, okay, if you were right. to say one negative thing, I'd have no retort. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> can it, can it, Jer- Jeremy, can I ask you about F zero ninety nine? Because when that game came out, I I started playing it, and uh, I I did think it was fun, but I've never like really wanted to go back to it, partly because I was so. Uh, um, like bad at it basically is what it comes down to. Sure. And so, like, have you? Do you feel like you are good at it, or like, what is it about like the gameplay loop that like keeps you coming back? I feel like for me, all racing games have whatever. It's like the puzzles and the controls. It's like, okay, what? How do I control this guy so I don't hit the edges and I get to the end? And I, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to be at least like in the 50% ranking yeah. or whatever. And so that's what I find really fun. And then, and then because it's so mechanical, just executing on it over and over and over and trying to trim down your time and stuff. But really, I mean, I'm a big sucker for, hey, I'm winning. I, you know, I'm getting points and leveling up and then upgrading yeah. my blue falcon and putting decals on it. And like going out and showing off my my hot pink blue falcon like to all of my friends <laughs> that I'm racing. I also just think it looks really nice. I I think yeah, that the music great. is incredible. I think that yeah. the, I think that it it really does work and it shouldn't. This idea, um, they've really designed it. I feel like it's a, almost overly designed. It's like there's just so much going mm-hmm. on and so many cool features to it. But again, it is that like. It's late at night. I just got back from a comedy show or something. I, I, I'm not going to turn on something heavy. I want just to do a few. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, so that's totally. I, like I do think the presentation is incredible. I mean, Patrick, you've talked about this before, like the opening of each of every race where like all 99 races yes. are lined up before you have to like race to get on the track itself like that's such a fun way to handle that and the presentation it makes me laugh every time yeah (laughs) yeah it's so good 
And I was I, at first I was kind of like, oh, this is what they're doing with F Zero. Bummer. I wanted like new F Zero, and maybe we'll still get that. But I definitely saw, I saw the vision once I got in that game, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's actually good that it looks like this. Like, yeah, you know, it, it makes actually more sense. It would look like this, and it it makes me wonder how many other prototypes for ninety nine like style games that don't make it past like the prototype stage where they're like i don't know let's try kid icarus 99 you know what i mean where it's just like yeah. like what what crazy yeah. games have they pulled out and then not like gone with because it didn't pass the uh fun test we should pitch what's like what would be a good 99 that we gyromite <laughs> did you guys see that at awesome games done quick in like january or whatever a dog is going to speed run gyromite yes yes <laughs> and thank you for that mark that is kind of a nice dovetail into the news <laughs> which we have to, we must discuss yes oh and imagine warp whistle playing now uh yeah dog is gonna uh uh speed run a game and just yeah. to be clear, this is this is not Dog the Bounty Hunter. No, this is it's not Peanut Butter no. the Shiba Inu. Mm-hmm. He's already finished the NES title Gyromite in twenty five minutes. Not what? Bad. What does that I can't mean? Wait. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, Peanut Butter's owner is, is, uploaded a video of him <laughs> speed running the game earlier. What does that mean? <laughs> he has a special paddle controller. Uh huh. And he finished the game in 25 minutes. Okay, it's it looks um, this controller looks kind of like a dog version of DDR. <laughs> so all he has to do is kind of step on the on it. Dog Dance Revolution. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, so so the oh I'm seeing from the video the owner is sort of going like that one, that one, that one, that one, like kind of. Sure, he's commanding cheating. the dog. Cheating. Yeah, he's cheating. That's yeah. Right. Re- this dog's a regular Billy Mitchell, if you, <laughs> if you ask me. No relation to Mark. Yeah, yeah. Make that clear. Okay, so that's uh that's exciting. And we love a we love a, a good dog plays video games story. Come yeah. on. Come on. Magic it's still our, exist. It's our dog goes surfing. I can't relate to that, but dog plays video games. I yeah, can yeah, to that. I can relate to that. That's right. Uh, we had some new releases come out. <laughs> uh, Skull Island: Rise of King Kong came out. You guys seeing all the all the buzz about this Skull Island game? Yeah, I mean it's a it, okay. So it's just a it's a crappy looking game, right? Yes, but I. I <laughs> I, I was reading that they they had the developers were given one year, literally like one year to create it. I I say uh, aim lower. Yeah. If you have one year, a, a, aim lower. Yeah. Yeah. Or what do you mean by aim lower? You mean conceptually with your game you're making? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like okay. you don't you don't have time for like beautiful 3D models and like yeah. uh, storytelling where King Kong is gonna fight a, a dinosaur like this like. You got. You got to make like a. You got to make something else. I would say make it like a total acid trip of a King Kong game. Like make it mm. look like a PS One game, but it's like yep. so fucked up when you're in there. You know, <laughs> it's just like so nasty and weird in that in that world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, dying to play Skull Island: Rise of King Kong. Um, 
We have Wizard with a Gun. Okay. Hate that title. Let me ask you, because I, I always wondered. Not funny to me. I don't know what. Not funny, the, Wizard with a Gun? I don't think so. I don't. Okay. Like, maybe I just don't get it. I mean, I, mean I, I get the concept. I think you get it. I think you get it. <laughs> but it's supposed to be just, it's it's sort of like a joke title on this game, right? Like, Yeah, I would think so. It's like a, yeah. like a meme kind of title. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Wizard with a Gun came out. I And I think maybe the only reason I have a, a feeling about it at all is like, I'm like, oh, maybe this is like mechanically a really good game that I would otherwise play, but that title's so obnoxious. I think, I think you would know, right? Like, mm, yeah. It would it would it would come to the surface. People would be like, "This dumb game is actually quite good." Right. Like Guacamole, right? Like it's the same yeah. thing where you're like, "That name sucks," but yeah. <laughs> but the game's incredible. <laughs> I think it's time we all came to terms with the fact that the name Guacamole sucks. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I never thought about it actually. I'm sorry. That, do- that does suck. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Forza Motorsport came out. Racing um, game. Racing game, a uh, semi racing game, more semi semi racing game than a. Yeah, I might check that out. It's just free. If you're an oh. Xbox owner, it's just free on Game Pass. Uh, really, that was it. Nothing really much else came out this week. Oh, oh. I guess, I guess Slender: The Arrival did come out. Oh, I, that's not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> what, what, were you expecting me to say Mike Mignola's Hellboy Web of Word? I was expecting you to bring up Web of Word. It's evidently broken on Switch, right? I think, it, yeah, it got really low, re- it got really low, whatever, reviews, scores. And mm-hmm. I was bummed because last week on the show I was being like, I could get into this. I could get into a nice cel-shaded Hellboy beat-em-up, please. Yeah. Wait, what is it called? It's called Mike McDola's Hellboy Web of Word. But Web Word, of Word is spelled is spelled W Y R D. Yeah. Oh, so it might be wired. I no, okay, you're right. It's no. word. It's word. Yeah. I based on the title alone, I was hoping it was some sort of like crossword puzzle game that like featured Hellboy or something. <laughs> like a Honestly, pick cross Hellboy. That's yeah, good. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Um. Yeah. It's a bummer to see that. That uh, that didn't go well. Oh, and of course, Gargoyles Remastered came out. We were talking about this on our show last week. Do you have memories of a Super NES Gargoyles game, or is this make-believe? I have memories of it. Okay, all right. Are, were you? Did you watch Gargoyle? Like, were you a no. Gargoyles fan? Okay, all right. No, cool. I didn't, but I... I, but I could tell it was like trying to be like Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. and but it was like with no one I knew. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, sorry, gang, I gotta, I gotta tap out of the Gargoyles universe. I got so much Batman to catch up. Yeah, on. I got a lot of Batman and Superman the animated series is starting oh my out, God. and Justice League. Come on, Justice League, and yeah. So I didn't. Were you guys Gargoyles fans? No, it was yeah. one that totally just it's it's one that I've like heard is good, but uh, I've never tried to get into it. Yeah. Okay, and then of course, yes, Sonic, Mario, and Spider Man. Spider Man Two. Anybody uh, playing Spider Man Two? 
I will, but, uh, <laughs> you know, in a bit. <laughs> this is what everybody in the video games, a comedy show, Intercircle mm. is playing. They're all playing Spider-Man and texting about it. And I'm not, I'm at this haunted hospital right. where I don't have a PS5 right now. So I'm, I haven't been able to check this game out yet. But I'm, I think we're going to probably do a first impressions of it next week. Um, I'm I'm excited to play it. I yeah. really liked uh, the the other Spider-Man games. I uh, got every single thing you can get in the uh, first Spider-Man, um, like platinumed it, and then got the DLC trophies on top of it, mm. um, and just really really loved it. Um, and I, I I know I will get around. To, okay, here's I I I made a decision. I'm taking a risk. And I'm I pre-ordered the PlayStation Portal, that remote play PlayStation device. Wow. <laughs> okay. That thing has virtual boy vibes big time. It does. It does, <laughs> which means I have to have it. <laughs> I okay, well, this is exciting. When is that thing supposed to drop? November 15th. Okay, cool. Well, we we might have to do a, a an episode on it, a full absolutely a full breakdown, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, a um, hardware breakdown. <laughs> hardware breakdown on. Uh, here's the thing: when when it was announced and they were like not uh, showing off a price or anything, I was like, "This thing's gonna be like three hundred dollars," uh, and it's not. It's two hundred dollars, uh, and I was like, "That's okay." Yeah, I'm I'm interested enough. I would like to play PlayStation games off the TV without having to like play them on my phone. Um, yeah. And, uh, so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And this is going to be the way that I like catch up on all the PlayStation games that I haven't gotten around to this year. Um, like, uh, Jedi survivor, like, uh, final fantasy 16, like resident mm. evil four, mm. um, all this kind of stuff that I want to like get back to, uh, yeah. when I've got a and little more time hog the TV and not hog the TV. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. It could be a huge That's, mistake. I love that for you. I, I mean, I almost bought a backbone recently. That's kind of similar. Okay. <laughs> How much is a back? <laughs> what does a, a backbone back... go for? A hundred. A hundo. Cool hundred. Hundo. Okay. Okay. So I and just bought like two of them. It's phone vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the screen not as big as what you're getting. I, I hope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it depends on the size of your phone, I suppose. Do they make phones as big as what that will be? They could. That's true. They could. They could do anything. Well, uh, I'm really excited to hear this. I look. I almost bought P- PlayStation VR. I love the idea of just like buying a new crazy thing, taking a big risk. It's a gamble. Yeah. It's a gamble. It's a huge gamble. The thing is, like, it may not even work. <laughs> you know, like no. the the lag may be so much that like all these uh, very action focused games that I'm excited to play won't yeah. work at all. On you the said Jedi Survivor, Pro. and I was like buddy <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna happen like timing based combat mm-hmm. like that yeah i don't know no, I, I think it'll be good um i'm, it's I'm excited for or, you or very bad like it's one or the other either way it's well, gonna be if, funny it, if you, <laughs> yeah yeah well if you're not trying to play online games then the latency shouldn't really matter because for like a game like jedi survivor like the latency will be both ways so it'll just even out right tell me what you mean well, because and it's I not like you're, you know, like 
uh, you are not, the latency will be equal from the machine uh, to your system and your system to the machine, right? So it's not like yeah. the enemies will, you and the enemies will be in sync because the latency will be equal yes. between the two. The latency should so, also be like an, it, it should be the same throughout so that you could get used you to it. You just adjust to it. You yeah. adjust to the latency. Right. Yeah, which is how a lot of us play games and don't even realize it, you know? Yeah, totally. And that's how like uh rollback netcode works for mm-hmm. like fighting games too. So, yeah, yeah it's 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 a quick cuz it's it's such a minuscule uh, adjustment of time that like it it shouldn't matter. The only thing I I would be interested in to see is if like you have things like frame dropping or like where yeah, the right. actual yeah. game is like not performing well. Y- yeah, uh, but like it doesn't seem like it should. Well, I don't know. Uh, who, who knows? I, I'm 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 very interested to uh, just like see yeah, if, what the technology is capable of. Yeah, yeah, if you have like a spot, I see what you're saying, Jeremy. Like if you have a spotty Wi-Fi connection, mm-hmm. then it could drop. For, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Well, three hundred bucks for, or two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's how it's been yeah. on phones. Like because because phones, I believe, is using like just Wi-Fi, maybe or Bluetooth technology, whatever technology it was using whatever four years ago when i tried playstation go or whatever it's called PlayStation now now yeah. uh it just was like i was trying to play destiny on there and it was just like yeah it it like kind of works but kind of doesn't i'm hoping this will be maybe that yeah new technology like some sort of sensor technology or whatever that's pinging the playstation or something See the thing is, I don't think it is. I think it, it's uh, pinging your PlayStation through the Wi-Fi. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so well, were, were were you were you streaming or were you? Uh, was it called uh, like casting from the PlayStation to the? I think like because stre- you you can stream a game like from their servers wherever the hell they are. Or it wasn't from, that. It was like okay. my my PlayStation's from on, machine, but yeah. but remote play, remote play. Yes. But I don't know. I'm hoping they figured something out, and that's, that's why they're exciting, selling hardware. Though. I mean, I yeah. love, I love getting new hardware in the mail. Yeah. So you should probably pre-order one too. Yeah. <laughs> I might just do that. I'm unemployed right now. I could. There you go. I could. I need this. I'll just. I'll. It's. A, I'll write it off. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's an investment. Need. It's an investment <laughs> yeah. in yourself. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. I mean. Probably talk more about Spider Man next week, and probably we should just get into this Mario game. Why don't you, why don't you say we we take a quick break and then uh, and then get into it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things before we before we break. Uh, uh, Patrick and Mark host a show called Nintendo Cartridge Society. You know, we'll plug it at the end, but you know, just in case people don't make it all the way through. Uh, yeah. You should you should go listen to that show. Um, that you guys also have a Patreon, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Pa- pa- what, yeah what is the what is the uh, URL for that? Uh, the URL is patreoncom slash Nintendo Cartridge Society. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. so go support them if you have the uh extra means to do so. Also, we have a Patreon, patreoncom slash radio. Uh, a lot of great uh content showing up on that patreon from the makers of this show call me by your game inside video games classic with july and the reactivators we started our resident evil 2 remake games club which is our final q4 games club for the year and uh boy just are you have you guys played this game resident evil 2 remake are you guys resident evil people yeah it's great 
Yeah. Yeah. I would. So I was a Resident Evil person, but I haven't played six, seven, or eight. So mm. s- somewhere along the line, I just kind of like fell off. But previous, we to tried that, to yeah. play six. You and, and I tried to play, try to play six. <laughs> yeah. Six? Split screen on the Switch. I, I, <laughs> I would. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm. I'm just a diehard fan of the franchise. I love that crap. I love mm-hmm. that crap. Um, but seven and eight are are great. I think big recommends. But two remake. It's just great to be back in that world. You know, I'm back in it. Completely I haven't played agree. it since it came out, and this is it's it's been just long enough to really. I've been building it up for years, like. My memory of playing it originally is so looms so large, and and now that I'm back in, I'm like, oh, this was this was the right choice. So, so this is your first time playing the two remake. Sorry, yeah, what I said was kind of confusing. No, I did. I played it when it came out, but I haven't touched it again, so I haven't replayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. So, got it. So it's been got about it. four years or since it came out, and now I'm back in that world, and um, glad I didn't just like play it and replay it and replay it and replay it because you know. It's uh, I tend to do that with things I really love, which is like, if I see a movie like Triangle of Sadness in theaters, I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this again for a long time, so that when I do, it's like special again. <laughs> um, it, that's a that was my relationship with the original Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Um, uh, was like playing it over and over and over again because I wanted to do the uh, uh, it's like the B scenario in under three hours without mm-hmm. losing a life, without using any first aid sprays. So you could unlock the hunk mission. Hunk. Um, and like that took, you know, I, I don't know. I was like 12 or something. So like, it took me a lot of like practicing to, uh, to get it down. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I have not revisited remake since it, uh, since I played it when it came out. Um, Maybe I'll play along with you guys. That sounds like you fun. You should. Yeah. Come on and guest on the on the episodes. There I mean, we're having it's just, it's great because so far in that games club too, we haven't played like a narrative game, if that makes sense. Like a game that yeah. has like a story we can talk about, really. Other than Sonic Adventure. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And uh and uh, basically like, you know, I that's a new aspect a new wrinkle into the games club I'm enjoying, which is like, what's everyone's takes on these story beats, you yeah. know? And what's everyone, what does everyone think is going on for the new players and stuff? And yeah, it's, it's, it's a really special game. And the PS five free upgrade on that game just makes, makes that thing just look stunning as stunning as it ever looked. It's know? a free upgrade on, on PS five. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, ray trace lighting. I mean, just it just looks amazing. Anyway, so head on over to patreon.com slash radio. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all things Super Mario Wonder. First impressions, mind you. Stay tuned for that. Wowie zowie! Welcome back to the haunted hospital. Here I got Patrick Ellers and uh, Mark Mitchell here of Nintendo Cartridge Society and 
we're gonna be talking about a brand new Mario game. I can't believe they're still making these. Mario. But they they are. You get I you know. have to believe it. I it's very hard for me to believe it. I mean I'm it's a hugely successful copy. franchise. They they just put out a billion dollar movie. Did they? Uh-huh. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> Mario Super Mario Wonder as it's come as it's uh known. No. In my circle Super Mario no, Brothers is known Super as Mario that. Brothers Wonder. Super Mario Super Brothers Mario Wonder. Wonder Bros. That's right. No, that's no no Patrick it's not right. What? That, that's not Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Wonder. Super Mario the? Brothers Wonder. The Super Mario Brothers Wonder Game. No, the, no, the no, Super no, no. Mario Brothers Wonder Show. <laughs> no, do you know what? Yeah, fine, fine, fine. This, this freaking game mm-hmm. was announced earlier this year, I believe. Right? It was like came kind of out of nowhere at a Nintendo Direct. None of us knew it was coming, and it was slated for this year. Um, I, I was day one. Were you guys day one? Was everybody day oh, one yeah. for this? Yeah, everybody pre-order and go get their stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I I used vo- I used a voucher, a Nintendo Switch online voucher. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Did yeah. you, did I, I did the same thing as Patrick? Did you pre-order it? Because was it Walmart that was doing like the sticker packs? Did you get a uh, Did you get an elephant? Elephant I Mario. Did. Apparently, those are uh, uh, difficult to get. Is I- I, didn't I think the it. sticker packs. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I, I, I actually didn't pre-order mine because I, I don't know. I just ran out of time or something. I didn't. I forgot to do it. And then I've been here at this haunted hospital. And as I've been here, I just went to. I just left and went to Best Buy and grabbed it and came <laughs> back. Uh, yeah, haunted and, Best uh, Buy. But a lot of my friends did get the sticker pack, and they, hey, they look great. Those stickers look great. I don't. I, I don't like a, a sticker pack. Uh, yes, cause then, cause then it's like, do do I apply these to something or do I just leave them on their back forever? Too yeah. stressful. Mm-hmm. Can I ask? Is the uh, the Best Buy? And this is not important, but I'm just curious. Is the Best Buy? Is it like in Silent Hill? And so mm-hmm. is it like staffed by just like a ball of fingers? Like yes. what? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. The guy yeah. who checked me out at the counter was a ball of fingers. And of course, in Silent Hill, it is called Worst Buy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And my radio, you know, my pocket radio that I that I yeah, always carry totally. around, it was yeah, just it goes going nuts off. in there. Yeah. It was oh, going I off. Bet. No batteries yeah. in it, but just going <laughs> off. You know. Here, here's the thing, though. I I read um, that you know Best Buy is going to stop carrying like Blu-rays and and DVDs and stuff, but Worst Buy is going to keep is going to keep those. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start stocking VHS. I think that's cool. Like I do too. Worst Buy is better than Best Buy. Yeah, I mean, if I want to get like, a, if I want to go and like pick up a copy of the game mm-hmm. on DVD, yes, I'm not going to yes. be able to go. I love what to you're Best saying. Buy. I'll have to go to Worst Buy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can picture this happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Marching into your local Worst Buy to buy a DVD mm-hmm. copy of David Fincher's The Game. The Game. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Starring Sean Penn. Uh. <laughs> I would say uh, starring Michael Douglas, right? No, I see it as more of a Sean Penn story. Um, right. <laughs> the ball of fingers guy, too, is great because a lot of times you go into these Best Buys and the staff there is just so hot. 
and they had want nothing to do with you because you're just a schlub. But then that is a real problem at Best Buy. Yeah, (laughs) it's like all the hots and cools get jobs at Best Buys, and but this ball of fingers, not a pretentious bone in his fingers. I I feel like it's and I I don't know if this is true for the ball of fingers that you're worse worse by but like I feel like it's really rare to find a ball of fingers or really anything that shares like a similar taste in movies Mm -hmm. or games and so when you can rely on like the recommendations of a ball of fingers I feel like that is kind of invaluable. Yeah, but you, you got to watch out, though, because sometimes those guys are balls of toes, and those toes guys you can't trust. Yeah. The toes are like, whoa, whoa, bad, no, 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 no. I'm, no, you're, I'm not, you can't, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to say that. You're not I allowed to say that. I will not back down from this. Oh wow. That's, uh, we're that going to get, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get so much hate mail from balls of toes. <laughs> yeah, I, if they can figure out how to type with the, all those toes. Oh, Patrick, that is Pat- such a harmful uh stereotype of balls of toes i'm just saying what we're all thinking mario wonder (laughs) mario decided you know what i'm all about these days seeds i gotta have my seeds gotta get seeds so what do you guys uh where do we even want to start with this i mean first impressions is i guess you put it in your switch you know. I mean, it was a it was a download for me, so I didn't do that. Okay, that's right. You wait for it to finish. Yeah. Oh, here's here's a great thing for if you got it physical. No download. Like it came updated on the cart. Yeah, oh, pretty cool. We love a 1.0 update on a cart. It's a it's and like Nintendo is kind of like alone in doing this now, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Spider-Man just came out, and you have to like download an enormous patch to yeah. play it at all. Yeah, and it's like it. There, it, there truly is no benefit to buying physical cop. That's that's even another thing about physical copies, where it's like it, when those servers go down. Oh yeah, that game is unplayable. <laughs> so yeah, there's also I I was reading the other day that there's like a huge uh, collecting subculture of people trying to get like certain carts with the right serial numbers that have added patches on them like oh there's like a reddit form for like i found pokemon uh whatever pearl shining pearl my 005 edition which is like a huge deal so it just means that they won't have to download a patch later i think is the yeah that's interesting that um nintendo is doing that for like non like game of the year editions or whatever like Mm -hmm. No, normally that's that when games would be re-released with like those patches included on them um yeah. yeah that's cool yeah i do i do feel like there's like a history of especially you know before digital downloads were a thing is that they would um just quietly release updated carts with the latest rom on them yeah. um just because there would be like a game breaking bug or something that they wanted to patch and that was the only way to distribute it like if you had an older version of the cart you just had a broken version of the game Remember um, how in uh, Metroid Other M there was a game breaking bug, and if you were experiencing it, you had to send in your memory card to Nintendo, and they <laughs> they would uh, they would like patch it on the card, and then you could uh, load it into your Wii. That's so, so sick. <laughs> that is so good. Oh wow, I didn't know that, but that is I love it. Um, okay, so 
Mar- this is a brand new 2D Mario game. Two of them. Where are you guys at with the whole 2D versus 3D Mario game? Do you give a shit? Are you bummed that this is an Odyssey 2? Are you happy to have both? I am super happy to have both. I feel like they're such different like gameplay experiences at this point. For me, the really exciting thing about Wonder when it was announced was it feel and who knows what the future will hold, but it feels like a new era of Mario. And we haven't been through a lot of those. Like the last time was New Super Mario Brothers, which was 2006. It's been, you know, close to 20. Is that right? Yeah, 20 years since uh, a new like type of Mario game. And so to be experiencing this changeover feels like kind of like a milestone as a Nintendo fan. Yeah. Uh, well, and like, especially in terms of uh, like h- how the game looks and like its presentational priorities, um, that this is not the same as what, cause like once new Super Mario Brothers hit, that was kind of like the default mode for like what Mario looks like, mm-hmm. right? In all contexts, right? Mario parties, Mario sports games, like this is what Mario and friends look like. The sort of like plastic aesthetic is what they look like. Um, and that's not, this is now like a, a big new change. And does that change like the, the Mario default going forward? Like maybe not, maybe this is a one-off thing. Um, but like, like Mark said, maybe we're on the beginning of a new era. Yeah, and just to add to that, it's like, does this then mean that the next, because one of the reasons, one of the things they've talked about in like developer interviews is not that they were trying to replicate the look of the animated movie, but that they knew that people who saw the animated movie, you know, like uh, one of the big changes in Wonder is the amount of character animations and how expressive, not just the the, uh, like Mario and friends are, but the enemies as well. Like everything is more expressive. And that was a purposeful change on their part because they knew that that would be the expectation coming out of the movie. And it makes you wonder, what does the next 3D game look like? Does, Does that also give them more? More freedom to like change what Mario looks like in 3D. Yeah, wow. That's uh okay. So you touched on something that I haven't read any of these interviews, but I was feeling when I was playing it right away was, oh, this is like if this is like New Super Mario Brothers, but like informed by the movie that had just come out. Like is sort of how I felt because I don't find the overall art style of the game to be like so drastically different from new super mario i I mean to me it just isn't but in there's these key adjustments to everything these like little tweaks and tuning things that that make that sure make it my preferred (laughs) experience now and i will say that this might be my favorite 2d like modern mario game like you know Without oh, nostalgia, yeah, without the you know the fog yeah. of nostalgia, the Silent Hill fog of nostalgia, you know, which we'll never get rid of. By the way, I'll we're on the other side of, of the room, and I have a really hard time seeing you at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super Mario World is never. I'm not. I'm never. I don't think I'll ever like something as much as that. Period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, I like her more than Super Mario World, and that's it. Um, but yeah, this is like. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like, this this game is like incredible. I I think. Yeah, it's. I think it's. No, I I I think you're right. It's fantastic. How how far is everyone in the game? Because I know. Good question. Um, 
I have seen already that there are people who have uh, beaten it, who've mm-hmm. like bought retail copies, who have beaten it and 100% in the game. We're recording on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, so it's like a 48 hours uh, to, <laughs> to complete, yeah. which seems wow. insane to me. This is so Alec Robbins coded right now. It is. Sorry, Alec. Alec. <laughs> yeah, Alec Robbins has tweeted out that he had 100%ed Mario Wonder. And I know he's not joking. I know that's not a bit. It's uh, a that, that's a lot. I'm not yeah. I, I, I think I'm I am probably like halfway through the game. You think you're um, halfway through the game? I've done three of like the I've done the first three worlds and oh. uh, like gotten through a fair amount of the uh, flower islands in the middle. And I've been oh. up to the special world and done a couple of those. Dog, you're you must not be visiting your family right now. And <laughs> here's like you got like actual yeah. person time. Well, that's I amazing. am not Good that for far. You. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, Mark? I'm not. I'm not that far at all. I think I've maybe played three hours. And so I did the opening world, that first like Petal Island, and then the cloud world, which I think is the second one, is where I'm like basically done with right now. And then I kind of I went up to the special world for the first time and did the um there's like a, a level up there that I could access. So I did that. But so I, I don't think I don't think I'm that far at all. I have finished the first whole world what's it mm-hmm. called pedal something or pedals than water pedals the, the the central thing um oh the pedal yeah, islands are like the connective tissue and then oh. there's yeah okay. yeah I've, it's I've like just where... gotten there basically oh, okay. I, okay i beat that first castle and yeah um and i took one detour north of that castle to do like mm-hmm. a level four difficulty yeah stage uh uh-huh. bull rush something uh-huh mm-hmm. and uh got a great story about that for later but um but yeah oh. that's where i'm at pa- and patrick so you're you're three worlds in i'm i'm, I'm three worlds in um and uh so Ma- mark you you went up to the uh the special world from the uh fluff puff mountain or whatever that's it right is. so so the and are we like uh jeremy how much spoiler stuff are you good with like should we just be talking freely about what we've experienced or I think how do you like, want to couch it i think like i think like big anything like that's like a story beat we probably leave off the table really you know what i mean anything that's like too like a huge surprise or whatever but like we're gonna talk let's talk about the structure of the game let's talk about how it's okay. all laid out and i don't think like a level name or like you know just if, if something like yeah, does that make it's sense? It's tough though because the the, tough, the gimmicks but... the gimmicks of the level and uh, the of the levels and like what happens when you hit the wonder flower. Mm-hmm. Um, the the surprise of those moments is so like, yeah, it's not uh integral to your experience of the game that you're surprised by it, but like surprise is a feature of it. That's definitely true. So I think let's just keep it maybe local to like this whole first world and maybe a few ways you can sprout okay. from there um, okay cool yeah so patrick uh, you might have experienced things that maybe we won't talk about just because yeah. a mark and i haven't played them but also b maybe we want people to catch up right um so then patrick i would say i did like that first special one which was one of the i don't think this is a spoiler but like one of the jump 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 levels yeah um i i yeah. loved that jump 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 level it made me so happy <laughs> yeah 
Okay, so uh, uh, let's break down a little bit about what this game is. So you 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 start this game and and you, right away it, they don't they don't make you play as Mario. You're able to pick from a huge lineup of Mario mm-hmm. characters, including two different Toads, four Yoshi's, four different Yoshi's. Yep. yep. A Nabbit. A Nabbit. Um, and uh, daisies in the game right from the jump, which was, which is great to see. Uh, did anyone start with somebody other than Mario? No, I I started with Mario. But one of the things I really like about this game that is different from other um, uh, some other Mario games is that all of the characters that you choose from uh, the Yoshi's and the Nabbits are a little bit different because they're designed for. Uh, maybe like beginner players, but mm-hmm. the other players, the the other characters, they all play exactly the same. And so it's, yeah. you know, like it's not like Luigi jumps higher or Peach has like a, a floating jump or anything like that. And so then, it, then it's like, oh, I can play. It's just a cosmetic change. I can yes. play with any yeah. character that I want. And so I started with Mario, but I really like that. For, like, I like that. Um, that they all play the same. And so it's really just like, oh, who do I who do I want to do this level with? Yeah, the game would have to be designed much differently for a Mario 2 style situation. I well, think. yeah, yes and no because like the as as you play the game you unlock these badges and the badges unlock like uh different uh, abilities for the characters that are sometimes like uh, reflective of like power-ups that you would have gotten in other Mario games, but sometimes are reflective of like the different abilities of those characters in other games. Like there is a badge that gives you a higher floatier jump mm-hmm. like Luigi does, uh, like Luigi has in Super Mario Brothers 2 or uh, Super Mario 3D World. Um, so like, I think that kind of stuff is those kinds of different movesets are built into the game. They just take the form of badges instead of characters. And this is this is a huge change. I mean, the ramifications yeah. I think of this change is like bigger than almost anything else, which is like now I'm collecting I'm collecting a move set for the first yeah. time in a Mario game, which is like I don't know. I'm I'm a huge fan of this this change. I, I think it's really fun and really interesting that they've kind of Metroidvania did a little bit of like a sorry, little, you can't yeah. access this until you get your dolphin swim or whatever yep um yeah so and uh i've only collected four badges i think and some of them are moves some of them are connected to power-ups some of them are connected to uh i guess maybe that might be the only two that i've seen so far which is like well yeah there's like pass passive ones too there's like uh one that like extra little blocks appear in the level yeah you get extra money or coins Mm -hmm. for you know, defeating enemies, killing dudes, killing them, just killing just like them. murdering them, just like <laughs> squishing their brains. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then, uh, I guess you know, as soon as you get into this game, right away, it's just like, like what they're what Nintendo specifically is able to do with the Switch at this point in terms of graphics. Unreal. Yeah. It's like, and they've always been good at this, like taking nothing taking (laughs) like something that's like so behind and then making it elevating it to where it looks contemporary and as good as anything else out there like yeah this game is gorgeous like i don't know i'm stunned it's gorgeous and it's fast too Mm -hmm. like um 
you know, the 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 switch is always going to have like more load times than uh, a, 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 any other system you're playing on. But like they they get you back into levels so quick and like the time between turning the game on and like getting to the first level is pretty fast. Um, and like, I don't know, I just I just feel like the uh, the noise between when I'm you know, platforming and running around as Mario is uh, so minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love this opening sequence right away. It's mm-hmm. like you're you're kind of running through a, a kind of a fake stage. It's, I don't think there's really any friction, but you're seeing your pals also all walking towards mm-hmm. some destination, and it's like it's like great. Like Peach is like riding a Yoshi, and there's like there's like all these like really great little touches to it. Um, who are these little freaky flower guys? Who are these little guys? The poplins, yeah. The poplins? Uh, the I, I'm referring to them as the gentleman's toad. Okay, they, uh, you know they're they're like the the toads of the flower kingdom are these little yes. uh, poplins, and I'm uh, super into them. Yeah, I really I love their I really like heads. the poplins a lot. Yes, yeah. yes, that open up into flowers. If you like, That's the best. <laughs> yeah. If you so if you like finish it an uh, a level as elephant mario and you have water in your trunk uh, at the end of the level he will like fling it out and the <laughs> poplins like flower heads will open up it's pretty yeah. great yeah um very very cute to see like the almost like see the interlogic that they were nintendo was thinking about like yes. okay we have a flower kingdom water water what animal has water elephant has water and it's like no does it fit at all no but kind of like water is a thing flowers like (laughs) i love it i love i love that they're just like yeah it's an elephant yeah he's an elephant well and just like the that there are just like these magical little flowers all over the place that like you run into them and they make like other effects happen in the world yeah. Um and, and and not just the 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 wonder flowers, but just these like kind of everyday flowers. Um, and sometimes you have to water them, and then they can have their yeah. effect. And sometimes they're just there, and you run into them, and the level changes as as you collect them. And there's these other little flower people that speak English to you, <laughs> which yeah <laughs> is I will say that's that was probably the most jarring thing to, for me to get uh-huh. used to is that people are saying like. We just float o- over here, like in a f- right. in. I don't know what's your guys's feeling on that because I'm I'm a little bit like I'm, I'm a little less hot on full on the flowers because we're like mm-hmm. one step away from like Mario and Luigi are just gonna start having full conversations like in the movie and I'm like I don't want that <laughs> I don't want that either yeah I like a good silent film style Mario presentation. I yeah. feel like the I in the trailers I was like oh I don't know about these talking flowers but I feel like the the soundscape of Super Mario Brothers Wonder is one yeah. of the things that I think is really starkly different in my opinion from other Mario games whereas I feel like in generally speaking like you know the new Super Mario Brothers series or even Mario platformers before that you would have the levels background music and that would be the primary soundscape that you were paying attention to and I feel like uh wonder totally like rethinks that and I think it's uh um in the beginning it took me a little bit of getting used to because 
the background music is there, but it's not as prominent or as important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like it truly is kind of like an underscore. And then you have a much wider soundscape. So the level itself, depending on the level, like it works more like how what I really like about uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze mm. is those levels and the music in the levels are like theme park rides, right? Like the music changes depending on what where you are in the level and what action you're taking. And yeah. I feel like Wonder is more like that. And I feel like the Talking Flowers like kind of fit into that as well. It's just mm-hmm. like a total rethink of what the Mario 2D soundscape is. Yeah, yeah, and 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 a lot of that is like uh, diegetic to what Mario is experiencing, right? Like we, um, the the sound of collecting a coin, the sound of uh, jumping, the sound of throwing a fireball—they're all different uh, in in this game. Like they, uh, Mario had been like riding the like just variations on like the eight bit and sixteen bit. Mm-hmm sound effects um and now they sound a lot more like analog instruments right or like sounds in the real world um so like it fits into the soundscape that mark's talking about um so that like yeah everything does feel like it's a product of what's happening in that space yeah i love that yeah that's that's something that i haven't quite noticed yet i'll i'll say this too like the way I normally sit down with a new video game is very personal. Like I'll like I'll like I'll like get my drink and my edible and I'll sit there and I'll mm-hmm. it's like ritualistic or something. But with this one since I've been sort of out of my house, I it was sort of chaotic. It was like throw it on, let's go. Let's just jump in right now and I had other people there playing with me. So I started Whoa, out from the jump. From the jump four player Super Mario yeah. wondering Wow. Yeah. I haven't played local multiplayer at all. How what has that been like? Absolutely incredible. The people I was with who are let's see, the youngest person is thirteen and the oldest person's me. Sixteen. Oh. Um and uh what what Quite some, the range. some some of the people playing were were a little uh bummed, reporting that they were a little bummed that you couldn't pick each other up and throw each other because that was a huge thing in the new Super Mario Brothers Wii era. But I was letting them ta- say that and just secretly being like, no, I'm glad that we can't do that. Yes. Because <laughs> we're actually finishing levels. Like, we're actually progressing in this game. And uh, it just it's it just feels really, really good. There, there, there are, like, that... There is that thing of, like, you... It, there's They crown, like, a king of, of your party, and that person good. can kind of run ahead or backwards and when if you get too far ahead it will bubble everybody so that they like have mm. to come like fly over to you so there's little clunky things like that that I, I'm, I'm not even sure how you get around it for a game how, that's uh, this cacophony cacophonous or whatever but how do they award the crown because there it uh, you don't there aren't points in this game I don't actually know. I, I I mean it's probably an easy Google, but I I don't know yet. I just know that it was it it would like change a lot. Like yeah. okay. um and that person's then also in charge of like uh clicking through the dialogue and like, you know, um so yeah, I don't I don't really know what gave you the crown, but I know that uh it it was mostly just that same kind of new Super Mario Brothers fun with maybe yeah. a little refinement. You can't kill each other one thing that's really great is you know at uh if you are a yoshi 
you know, people can ride you. And the elephant riding Yoshi is Hilarious. the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We love Coolest we love or coolest? Coolest. Okay. Uh yeah, we love we love a good elephant on Yoshi. We also love like Elephant Peach, Elephant Daisy, Elephant Toad. Like those are all great variations yeah, all of very the good. elephant design mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, I it was an absolute blast, and I would definitely recommend we all get together and do some local co op because it's it's also like there's so many quality of life things too. Like you can change your character anytime you want on the fly, just as you're playing the game. Period. But then you can also just like change like, oh, you're leaving. Okay, great. Let's just drop down to three players. Like we don't have to like get out of the menu and then restart yeah. and it just you just change it right then. And it's just like boop, boop, disappears people, and then you can change whatever. It's just yeah, it's just so it's so good. And like Patrick, like you were saying, fast. It's just Yeah. It's a frictionless little little game. They seem to have accounted for a lot of scenarios. Mark, you've been playing more of the uh, like uh, passive online mode, right? Yeah, that's right. So I haven't, I haven't like connected with. I haven't started a room with friends online. I also haven't played local co-op, but I have been playing when I'm uh, playing entirely with the online turned on. And that was another thing that it took me a while to get used to because you know a Mario game, if you're playing by yourself, is normally a solo experience. But with the online enabled, you have these shadows of other players that are running around. And sometimes they're like, you know, if the level has uh, a foreground that you can get to, then you, you know, you have the shadow of a character like in front of you. And it it takes, it's not, it's not jarring, but it does take a little getting used to. But now I'm like, oh, this is such a fun way to play because I've had uh, people. So it seems like they are actual it seems like they're playing at the same time I am because I have yeah, had... because they because respond have, to you, right? They respond to you, and I've had people, like, Sherpa me through a level, be like, oh, like, you know, they, like, go over to one area, and they're, you know, like, uh, there's, like, four symbols that you can chat with, uh, and, you know, they or they're doing, like, the universal sign for... Uh, online where you can't talk. They're just crouching a bunch. And it's like, oh, there's something here. Like, I I can't actually drop down this pit. And that part has been... So there's these uh, there's these levels that you encounter that I can't remember what they're called, but they are... Um, you are f- trying to find, like, five wonder coins or something. Search party is what they're called. Search party. And they are brilliant for this sort of thing because you... Uh, you know, and even the the talking flower or whatever it is that sets the level up is like, Oh, uh, if you can't figure it out, like talk to your friends or like try to connect online. And so I was in this level and I could not figure out where some of these wonder coins were, where these like emblems were, but the player shadows, there were people in there that were putting standees or were doing other things. Or you see like, um, players in an area that you're like how do i get there yeah they're there Mm -hmm. so obviously there's something there i don't know it's totally changed the way that i approach uh these like it was an unexpected um nicety where it was like oh what is that what is this what is this online going to be like and Mm. now it's it's crazy how well it works yeah, well, and and part of part of that is you know we we said there there's no difference between like the individual player playable characters, but there are hidden blocks that uh like you know are invisible to everyone except 
one character. So like um, if you are playing as the blue Yoshi, you will see the blue Yoshi blocks that are normally invisible to everybody else. So as you're going through those search party levels, some of those things like to access those uh, wonder coins, you have to like hit those hidden blocks and you can try to find them without being able to see them or without someone guiding you to it. But like every every individual character has an advantage in one of those search party levels. Um, and so turning on a mode where like people are playing as all of them uh, can help you uh, make it through these things. Yeah. And, and I mean, all of this stuff is like really additive to yeah. the whole pack, the whole idea of what we think of a 2d Mario game as being, I mean, I guess like the new Super Mario Brothers games is definitely could potentially be the last time you played a 2D Mario game. It could also be NSO. It could also be Mario Maker, which is like a huge right. 2D Mario thing. Um, but this there's there's a there's like a controlled frenzy to this game that mm -hmm. I really like, where it is it it is so much visually to take in and so much mechanically to do that I find myself a lot of times either I'll miss something or I'll just like replay levels. I've been yeah. doing that like, uh, and just seeing new things galore. Like one of the things that I've always really liked in Mario games is I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone is like the secrets. Like we love, we love secrets yeah. and there's so many secrets to find in this game. It's like they knew, Oh no. One of our strengths is hiding little things. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not, yeah. it's not just that the things are hidden. It's the reward that you get for finding them too, right? Like the the Wonder Flower effects are so varied. Like yeah. sometimes it's a new gameplay experience. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a new like presentational experience. Um, and sometimes it like flips the whole game on its on its head. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the, the variety of those things and that it's like feels like a substantive reward every time. Mm -hmm. uh <laughs> fucking rules oh yeah and Have you and i i was just gonna say that i think they've like purposefully kind of encouraged that um exploration because there's no time limit in these levels yeah. anymore right yeah. like so you can you can do whatever you want you can spend as much time in there i i have read that there are like secret exits up the wazoo like it, like tons of levels have secret exits I don't think I found a single one yet. There's yeah. no like indicator like there is in Super Mario World where right. you know the it would be a red dot to enter a level when there were multiple exits. There doesn't appear to be any indication. And so I yeah, I don't think I found a single one yet. Yeah. I have found one and it's in a stage I'll talk about a little later. But Oh uh, my gosh, double T's. We've had two teases. It's it's it is the same story. So oh, okay. right. uh but did you guys uh find Mr. Treasure Tracker? Yes, yes, that made me so happy. Yeah, that was that that that's just one of an, an example of where I don't even think the rewards you get for finding him is that great, but the no. reward of finding him is its own reward. If you're just like, hey, you're here, <laughs> I love his dialogue too, where he's like, I was out here treasure tracking, and I realized no one's tracking me, <laughs> <laughs> and you get to hear his dumb little music. Ah! Yeah, he's yeah, that that man. Um, Captain Toad's the best. Yeah, he's he's great. And it's like it I don't know, there's so much like love. There always is, I guess, in Mario games. You know, that's you know, they're they're not like Yeah. I mean, I, I I guess I guess there always is, but like I feel I feel like that's something that's missing from the new Super Mario Brothers games, right? Like even when they're at their best, 
um, and like being competent platformers um, that you're seldom getting those like kind of uh, surprising moments, right? Mm-hmm. Those things where you're like, I didn't know Mario could be this. That's yeah. not part of New Super Mario Brothers, but that's all over Wonder. Absolutely, yeah. And I think they're de- they're definitely slamming on the gas here, and they mm-hmm. they they really I feel like challenge themselves to, and this is something Nintendo's always been good at. It's just like not just do another thing, right. not just do another one. I say they're good at that mostly, but like the new Super Mar- Bro- the new Super Mario Brothers series, I guess, was sort of bottoming out. It was like really stale by the time mm-hmm. they stopped doing that. So rethinking this was really smart and. Uh okay, so I find this bull rush, uh yeah, uh, level, and I think everyone here's probably played it. The whole gimmick with it is like you get one of your wonder flowers or whatever, and a huge stampede of bulls just runs through the entire level, and you basically have to ride them. We played this level four four of us played this level a comical amount of times. Like <laughs> we game overed six or seven times playing it. Amazing. And we just kept, and we, and we were like, it got to the point where we were like laughing every time we would just enter the level. It was like, as if we all thought maybe we would not do it again. And then someone yeah. would like run and play it again. And it was just like, because we were trying to get all of the seeds and all of the coins, uh, and we did it over and over and over and died over and over. And we'd miss a coin and then restart the stage yeah. right, you know, right away. And like it was just like one of those all-time great like local gaming experiences of just like it was like our own little meta game was just like, we'll never actually see more of this. We're just gonna keep playing this bull rush stage over and over to the point where my niece was like, No, guys, no, stop. <laughs> We can't do this anymore. Uh, but at the end of that stage, there's like uh, like blocks, like uh, breakable blocks right mm-hmm. outside of a pipe. And if you have a elephant, you can grab the his power and then break them. And it's just a little little secret exit. And they give you another seed. And the flower says, hey, you found the cool way out. It was like Love literally that. his line of dialogue. Hey, you found the cool way out. That sounds that sounds amazing. That sounds like so much fun to pl- play it in like local co-op and like have that experience. That that just sounds so good. Yeah, it just totally made what it other like a level that okay, I could have just beat that level on my own by yeah. myself. Like, but but it was almost because of all these people we were like fucking up over and over. And it's like yeah, now that stage is gonna. All, I'm always gonna remember that level, you know. Um. So yeah, we should all get together and play it sometime. Uh, where do I you would guys, love that. Where do you guys think... Uh, so I'm thinking a lot because we're coming to the end of the year about like game rankings, my 2023 game rankings. And, mm. you know, I... I Nothing I don't think is going to dethrone Tears of the Kingdom for me. But, you know, I think this is going to end up ranking pretty high. Where, what about for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit tougher for us because we've both been really focused on Nintendo stuff this year. Um, so, like, basically every game I've played, uh, uh, like, a, a big amount of has been uh, a Nintendo game. So right. it's it's kind of just this in Tears of the Kingdom. And I guess uh, Fire Emblem was this yeah. year, right? Yeah. Um, and that game was super fun. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you guys did Pikmin 4, but that was... Right. 
another, another one, one that was like that's that has ranked super high for me as well this this year. So um, I guess no, what is so what is it number two then for you guys? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm not far enough in it to be able because I I feel like I feel like I'm just scratching. I'm assuming. I'm hoping. I'm just scratching the surface right. of how how crazy this game is going to get. And, uh, you know, like I'm excited to see, I think I, I think I have like seven or eight badges at this point, Mm -hmm. but I'm just excited to see what other badges show up, like what other things I'm going to be able to do. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it. I feel like, um, 2d Mario games, it's been over a decade since we had, since there was a new one and, uh, it's for being the, mascot and of nintendo and for how many mario things we get a year mm-hmm. um th- to have like a new 2d game it just feels so special it feels like so unique um and such a different experience from something like tears of the kingdom right. uh and i, I kind of feel like 2d mario gets a little bit of uh flack just because it, it is like a 2d platformer and yeah. you could say that you know it's not as ambitious as like an open world game or something like that but there's like so much love put into wonder and i feel like the new art style and like the new approach that they're taking like uh you were talking about like um i just feel like the expressiveness of everything the the color palette uh all of it just lends itself to being just a much more like warm and exciting and like interesting experience than the new Super Mario Brothers games, which I liked. Like I, yeah. I like those games, but uh, now that you have something to compare it to, where you're like, oh right, this is what this could be. Yeah. Why? Why do you guys think Nintendo is on this? Like, and I guess the, there's just one example of this, uh, or this is the second example. But like, 2017, we got Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, and now six years later, it's like. Here's the new uh, big Zelda game. Here's the new big Mario game. Yeah. Um, and like they both, and the, the time like difference between them is pretty similar too. Like uh, Odyssey Early, came out. In, late, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Odyssey came out October, I think, 27th in uh, 2017. And this one came out on, on the 20th. Um, it's just like, I don't know, they've, they've got all these. It's just like they're they're two big franchises. They're like we launched the flagship ones in the same year, and then we'll fill the rest of the time with something else. Yeah, but like our two big guns fire at the same time. It it's a to me it just feels like their their way of like just checkmating. Like they just yeah, checkmate yeah. every. It seems like mm-hmm. on years like this, it is just undeniable that Nintendo is like not just in competition with a PlayStation or an Xbox, but like the king of video games. Like, right. Um, so well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it is just like flexing their muscles or like, what. Yeah, like, who knows? but yeah. Cause you know, next year they're not going to have this offering again. Like it's going to be, it's going to be, but if they else, have new but... hard, if they have new hardware next year, which is the, yeah. the presumption that like everyone is, is functioning on, there has to be some software to sell that new hardware. Yeah. Like, do It'll we be... have another big Nintendo year ahead of us? It, it may, may be. It depends on what, what your feeling of big is too. Like, cause I think That's like, true. I think they're going to launch at this point. I think they're going to launch new switch with a new Mario Kart, probably. Yeah. Um uh and if that happens for a lot of people that's as good that's, of an offering enough, yeah. as uh a new Zelda new Mario. But for me these are the two things I like the best and so it's yeah this this year feels pretty hot. 
I don't know. 3D and the Mario might be around the corner too. I don't know. Do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know either because um, it feels like they would want to stagger that a little yeah, bit. You right. just had like a big 2D Mario, but maybe they're different enough games at this point with different enough audiences that it wouldn't matter and that you wouldn't, you know, be cutting off the legs of wonder or anything because yeah. you were introducing a 3D Mario game. I think for me, what I uh, am feeling is that the Switch era, Nintendo has just really got their stuff together. And maybe it's because yeah. all of, like the, all of their teams are just focused on one device that it makes me really, really. And with like you had Tears of the Kingdom just come out, you have Wonder now released. It's like, yeah, what is next it is a very it's very exciting yeah it, it, yeah i mean this is to me this is like my favorite nintendo i mean the, i think the switch is like the best thing nintendo's ever done i think everything they've yeah. come out for it is the best th best work they've ever put out i mean we still have a remake of a classic mario game coming out this year as well as a WarioWare game is about to come yeah. out. Like, yeah. we're eating so good. We're so drunk it, on it Nintendo. Con <laughs> it continues into next year, too. Yeah. Like, because uh, uh, the, uh, well, I guess we don't know when Thousand Year Door is coming out, but like, right. um, the, the Peach game is uh, coming yeah. out in uh, March or April or something. Um, uh, and there's something uh, big coming out in February, too. Yeah. The Mario versus Donkey Kong. Mario yeah. versus Donkey Kong, yeah. um, and that uh, is it. Another code. Oh, right in January? January. Yep. Yeah. What's another code? It's the point and click like adventure game that was on the DS and had a Wii sequel that never was released in the U.S. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of like un. Yeah. There's not. There's no real parallel to this, but I will say that, like, I mean, I don't know. This this year has been the best year in gaming. Ever. Yeah, there's yeah, just nothing. True. I mean, the fact that Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I was like, there's just no way anything's gonna come close. And then Baldur's Gate three came out, and people are like, this is actually the best game of the year. And it's like, wow, yeah. how 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 fantastic. God, I wish Great I had year a job, for games. you know, and I can afford something. <laughs> um, okay, well, fellas, thanks for joining me. I mean, Super Mario Wonder, it's like, it's, it, I, it's also just kind of like a, it's hard to say, like, beautiful, beautiful, love it, love it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a hard game to describe. So yeah. You really got to get in there and, and experience it because, you know, one thing we got kind of haven't even really talked about is like how these Wonder Flowers, like, they change the entire. I mean, we've mentioned they do that, but how they do that, how that's expressed, is like unique to every stage, and it's like super mm -hmm. well done, and just like the the warp pipes becoming caterpillars, and you know, yeah, like, there's there's just so much in this game, and again, like I'm not that far in it. There's just so much there. It makes me. Really excited to... So I've just been going through each level. So I haven't been... If I miss a Wonder Seed or something, I haven't been going back and trying to oh. get it because I'm just trying to like see yeah. as much as possible. And then I'll go back and do it because it feels like a game that I am going to be able to put a lot of time into mm -hmm. and would reward like uh, replaying. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, any final thoughts on uh, Mario Wonder? Uh, I just wanted to shout out the uh, the wonder flower effect in the second level where um, instead of uh, presenting you with like a new gameplay thing, just mm -hmm. the piranha 
plants uh, yeah. sing a little song to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They like, thought of everything. <laughs> they thought of everything. Yeah. It's, it's it's such a simple, unexpected joy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like I, I'm hard pressed to like think of an, another game or another like studio that would do something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only I really feel like at this point too, the only there's only a few IPs that can even really give you the same kind of thing that Mario's giving you. Like Disney could do it if they mm-hmm. really worked hard at it and like put something out like this, like, but there's just very few things out there too. that are just like lend themselves to being this like joyful and connecting with this many yeah. people. Like, cause Mario is such a huge, I mean that movie alone, which is also yeah. like, I mean, I totally get from a business standpoint. It's like, yes, now let's put out all the Mario crap that we, we possibly can. <laughs> But I am a little bit like, after this, I do kind of maybe hope they wait a couple of years to do a 3D Mario. You know what I mean? Like, I do kind of hope they like, they like, you know, you know, because I also just feel like, especially after Pikmin 4, which I couldn't believe how much I connected to that game, like how much mm-hmm. I loved that game. I'm like, I want more of this. I want more of them like, you know, give me more of those franchise, those like littler ones or whatever. Do another yeah. F-Zero or a Star Fox or... Hell, give me a chibi robe, a switch chibi robo or something. Like give mm-hmm. me give me something like Yeah, just keep going. Keep 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 retooling and rethinking and yeah. Um, give me a gyromite I can play with my dog. Please, please make Nintendo develop a, a proper dog controller for my <laughs> for my Switch. Thank you. Okay, well let's go out on a round of plugs here. Uh uh Patrick, why don't we start with you? Oh, just check out the Nintendo Cartridge Society podcast. We put out two episodes every week. One is, um, you know, the news, and the other one is like a, a fun topic where we talk about whatever is. <laughs> I don't have an end to that sentence. We, talk... <laughs> we we pick a topic. Maybe we rank something. Maybe we cast something with Nintendo characters. Um, we have a good, fun, funny time. Awesome, Mark Mitchell. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything to plug outside of uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society, but Patrick already did such a great job of that. <laughs> um, so I'll leave it at that. Excellent. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow me on Blue Sky at Jeremy Schmidt. Uh, check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/SuperNPCRadio. Ton of bonus content. Resident Evil Two remake. Uh, new shows potentially on the horizon for 2024. So uh, a lot of exciting things going on there. We'll see you next week. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to take the the Mark Mitchell route here. I'm going to just cozy up on one of these waiting room sofas and take a little nap. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do some more uh, pranks with the PA system. Okay. I like that. And I might, I might go to a uh, worst buy for a second, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back. Just stay away from those toe people. Yes, yeah, stay away from those toe people, and uh, yeah, and if you think Mario Wonder's good, uh, you haven't seen nothing until you played Sonic Superstars. Okay, bye. <laughs>